We're continuing as we finish up this week in our daily Bible reading on this Saturday as we're in Genesis chapter 43. So we continue the story in the life of, of Joseph, uh, not just a story, but, but history. Uh, in fact, reflective uh, for many of us in our lives too, the ups and downs that we have in our lives too, God's presence as he works in our lives, uh, God being aware of what's happening in our lives when he says, I'm with you always, he literally is. Um, an example, uh, maybe even in Jesus' life too, Jesus' life was not easy when he came to this world. Um, everything didn't work out perfectly. And of course, we know what happens to him at the end. It comes for that very reason to be a servant. Joseph gets an opportunity to be a servant here too. Um, sometimes that service is rewarded in an earthly manner, like he rises to the, uh, you know, to the top in, in Potiphar's uh, court and as well as in Pharaoh's now too. Sometimes it's not though, because many unfair things happen to him in his life. Um, his brother's getting upset with him, uh, even though he probably has a part in that with uh, maybe being a little bit over uh, overconfident or a little bit cocky about his position with his father, with Jacob. Um, but nonetheless, we, we see a real life of people. And, and this is the line of the Messiah. The Messiah is going to come through the family of Jacob, in particular to Judah, as we're going to read about. We read about last chapter and about this chapter too, how God uses in a special kind of a, kind of a way. But also, uh, if you ever wonder whether uh, when you read this chapter, and again, this is a value of reading uh, the whole book, getting the whole story, not just a little snippet. Uh, we get that when we watch the news every day. We just get a little snippet. Of, we don't get to see all the background and what happens in, in uh, uh, that, that maybe causes that reaction. We just see that little bitty clip. Uh, here we get to read the whole thing, and it's important to do that. So if you ever wonder, did Joseph really forgive his brothers? Well, we're going to read about it in chapter 43, about his forgiveness of them. He does not hold that against them. And, and as, the, as uh, Genesis ends, we see uh, Joseph bringing them to Egypt, showering them with, with what they have, crying over them, being able to be reunited with them. So while if we just saw a little snippet of, you know, Joseph being kind of rough with his older brothers, we think, well, boy, the, he's not very forgiving or anything like that. No, Joseph is making sure. Again, if you know the history, the last time Joseph saw his brothers, they wanted to kill him. They're, they sell him into slavery and all that. Joseph's got to know for sure if they really truly, um, uh, um, uh, if they've repented too, and if they're, if, if they're only showing kindness just to get advantage over him uh, and, and all of that. And, and we get another example here in this chapter too, where Joseph is somewhat hard on them. He wants to see if they will, if they will sell their, their youngest brother, Benjamin, down the river in order to be able to get, you know, to get this food, or if they, if they truly are concerned about, about Benjamin. Joseph certainly knew what that was like in his life, how he had been uh, abandoned and, and his brothers wanted to kill him. Uh, and, and Joseph's really testing their faith. God does that with us too. Um, oftentimes those things that happen in our life, God allows, the Bible tells us, Paul tells us in the epistles that, that God allows us to test our faith, the testing of our faith, to, to try us. We wish we would learn lessons better, but I don't know about you, but the best lessons I've learned in my life, I've always learned the hard way. My stubbornness got in the way. My, my not trusting God uh, got in the way. I paid a price for that, but yet in the end, I really learned a lesson. I wish I would learned it better ways, but the fact is, if we're honest with ourselves, that's really the only way we learn these lessons, uh, and, and God deals with us. And fortunately, he loves us 
us enough that he wants us to see the truth, that he wants to get us back on track. And he will use anything, even punishment sometimes, in order to get us back on track. We do the same thing as parents with our, with our children, simply because we love them. If we didn't love them, we'd say, fine, do whatever you want to do. We don't care, you know, kind of thing. But because we love them, we're willing to uh, spend those sleepless nights or, or, or be hard on our children uh, in order to keep them on track in their lives. So a little bit kind of overview, a little sermon on that, uh, on text in, in chapter 43. So here we go. Uh, so now Joseph's brothers, they remember they brought this food back to their father. They've eaten well, but now they've run out of this food. Um, and they need to go back to uh, the only place that has that food. They try to talk their father into that. Of course, their father says, no way. Um, he says, go ahead and go back, but don't take Benjamin. And they say, well, wait a minute. Uh, the guy there said that we had to bring the youngest brother. And, and who speaks up for him? This is kind of ironic. Um, Judah, we know some sordid history of Judah, as we read earlier in, in Genesis, which again is a value of reading the whole book. Uh, Judah is certainly not a perfect person. David was not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect person. You aren't either. But yet God still uses us in unique kind of ways. It's kind of ironic in a good way that uh, the line of the Messiah comes through the line of Judah. It goes to Jacob, then next to his son Judah, and then on down the line from there. Now Judah is being kind of a kind of a type of Christ. As he says to his father, if I don't bring back your younger brother, you can count me uh, uh, responsible for that. I will share the blame forever, he says in verse 9 which in a way is exactly what Jesus did for us. Jesus says to the Heavenly Father, allow Matt Traster and, and those who believe in me to come to heaven, and I guarantee that I will pay the price for their forgiveness. I will win the way for them, and they can go uh, on, on because of me. And that's exactly what he does for us. He pleads the case. Uh, the Bible shows Jesus that he is our intercessor uh, between God the Father. Not that God the Father doesn't want to be gracious, uh, but God has to be has to be true and has to be uh, true to his word in that he said when you eat of this fruit you will die the wages of sin is death God doesn't back down on that he keeps his word always he is a just God um, so Jesus meets the justness of God by dying in our place on the cross for us and he wins for eternal life by by rising from the dead and Judah is is an example uh, an example a type of, of that so they go back to to Joseph interesting as you read the rest of this chapter here, his brothers are bowing down to him again and again, uh, unknowingly, just as Joseph uh, uh, was shown in that dream that he had. So that comes true as well. God kept his word there. And uh, uh, they end up, uh, but they end up getting reunited. And Joseph shows grace in that he invites his brothers in. He treats them there. He gives them their brother Simeon back. Uh, he is so overcome with the fact that now, now maybe he can be reunited, truly be united with his brothers, that he breaks down. Look at verse 30. He hurries out because of compassion he had for his youngest brother, but he still wants to make sure that he's going to be taken care of and his bro older brothers don't change their minds and go back to the kind of way that they were when they sold Joseph himself into uh, into slavery. And uh, we're going to read more about that. That whole road to repentance 
and restoration and the grace of God towards us as we finish the chapter. So tomorrow you're going to be in, in God's word in church, I pray, uh, around word and sacrament, around the, the body of Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, encouraged in your journey. You're going to start the week out uh, in that first time of your week, giving God the best of your week and the best of your time, the first of that time. And, and God's there to bless you. He, he wants to give his gifts to you, along with giving you the opportunity to thank and praise him and keep him first in your life, too. So God bless you as you do that. If you can't do that in person, I pray you take advantage of that live stream, whether it's here at St. Paul um, at 9 o'clock or live stream with us at 9 o'clock, too. I understand we had some technical difficulties last week. I think some equipment was knocked out because of the thunderstorm. Uh, we hope to be up by the grace of God uh, on Sunday with that live stream. God bless you as you were in his word, and uh, we'll catch you on Monday.